You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of ZZ Talk. This is Greg, and today we're going to talk about our bucket list items. So I was starting to think about the, the whole idea of bucket lists, and I wondered exactly where does that term come from? And I decided, I didn't look it up, but I decided that I guess it's things that you want to do before you kick the bucket. Is that what you would assume, Noah? Yeah, I suppose it's a metaphor as life is the bucket and once, you know, once you keel over and that's it. It's just the stuff that you want to fill your life with uh, before you obviously die. But I, I think it's um, I, I think it's definitely something everybody thinks about. But maybe not everybody gets to fill up per se before um, you know before uh, we get too old. I'm looking forward to learning about what you want to fill your life with. So I'm going to ask you to kick us off. Yeah, uh, no pun intended, of course. And I know that uh, your bucket list, hopefully you've checked off a lot of things because you have lived a very, very, very long life and I'm still very youthful, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, do, I did want to say before we start this episode that it is our 52nd episode. We have finally made it Happy anniversary year. And I cannot believe you did not say uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the show, as is our mantra. But, um, you know, I, that I, is, I think that I is your mantra. And as we approach the 52nd episode, I, I was starting to think about ways that I will introduce the show when I take the lead in the conversation. All right. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. pretty good. Uh, but in the name of consistency, this is our 52nd episode. So happy one year and thank you for staying with us. Anyway, Absolutely. let's get right into it. Um, so on my bucket list is just a lot of things either I'm not good at or stuff I just haven't done or wanted to do for a long time, as I would imagine yours is. So number one for me, and I think we should just trade off bit by bit here is I want to be able to build something and not just like a birdhouse or, you know, something like a team project, which I've done before, like in college, but something that I will continually use like a really good nightstand maybe, or a really, really good coffee table, or even just like a dining room table, something that I'll continually use that's really good quality. And I can have the satisfaction of knowing that I made it myself. So I now work in power tool marketing. So I'm thinking this could be a really great opportunity to maybe get more intimately know tools, how to use them and actually, you know, get something out of being a little bit more handy with my life. Cause I'll admit, you know, we've done chores and yard work and used power tools and tools, but I wouldn't say any of us are handy per se. Right. Um, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I think that is also a fair assessment, but yeah, this is definitely something that I want to be able to do um, at least once uh, before I get too old. Okay. All right. Well, my, um, you know, you and I go back and forth on this kind of thing. And I often say, Oh, you're not going to rank them. I'm not, you know, but I tend to rank my things. I'll try not to rank them, but I'm going to say that when we talked about doing an episode on bucket list items or bucket list experiences, the first thing that came to my mind is um, no question. I want to go on an African safari. I almost had the opportunity. I have been privileged yeah. in life to travel. I've walked on the great wall of China. I have seen the, 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 the pyramids of Giza very interesting experiences, but what I really want to do 
is I want to go to, um, I want to go on an African safari. And I almost had that opportunity some years ago, um, but I wasn't able to do it. So I, I just think that would be an amazing experience to, um, you know, have to, to see, see animals in nature, in their natural habitat, uh, and just experience the culture and the beauty of uh, God's creation. Yeah, I mean, Africa is a great choice, honestly, being able to see giraffes and elephants and lions, you know, some of the uh, very popular animals that we see originate from Africa, and you can't find them anywhere else in the world, I suppose, unless you look in zoos and whatnot. But uh, it, it seems like there's just a great beauty to Africa that not way too many Americans uh, generally want to explore. So I think it'd be really cool if you're able to do that. So good choice. Um, up next for me is I want to complete the entire Camino del Santiago. Um, that's so I'm sort of cheating with this one because I did the last 100 miles and this really, really amazing service learning uh, opportunity that I got before college. But I wanted to be able to do the whole thing because it spans across multiple countries. And I think it's like well over 400 miles. So we only really did the last leg. So you start and then when you finally finish, you get to this giant cathedral and it's essentially representing this pilgrimage. You know, you were one person when you started and the journey that you had eventually brings you to this final place. And I can't remember the religious significance of it necessarily, but I think it sort of means a lot metaphorically and also just physically what you have done. So I think that'd be a great way to just go through different countries, see a bunch of countrysides, cultures, you know, be able to travel, be in hostels. Like it'll be a, a great way to get steps in, obviously. But, you know, it also gives me an opportunity to try lots of different foods. So that would be something that I really would love to do. Cool. Well, and you've started it. So that's a good thing. Um, I finished it. Well, what's that? I finished it. Okay. Um, <laughs> since you mentioned steps, I'm going to move around a little bit here and say, I really want to run a thousand miles in one year. Nice. And uh, I think that would give me a sufficient number of steps, but you know, I hit 700 and some this past year and I'm not mm -hmm. going to, I'm <laughs> January has not been kind to me. All it does is snow here in the South. Um, but uh, not really, but you know, the weather's been somewhat icy. So yep. I'm off to a sluggish start. So I don't think 2022 is going to be my year, but I really would like to get a thousand miles in in one year's time. So that's a goal that I have. Yeah, I think that's a really good one as well. And I'll match you with that one I've been thinking about for a long time. I'd love to be able to complete a triathlon. We've mm. done a marathon. We've done multiple half marathons. We've done countless 5Ks and mm -hmm. marathon relays, but we've never really gone outside of running when it comes to competitive races. And I wouldn't say I would necessarily be going for the gold when I did a triathlon because let me tell you, swimming is hard and we have limited biking experience, but to be able to do that, I think represents a lot of what you can achieve as an athlete and achieve as a very well-rounded, able-bodied person. So I would really appreciate if I could push myself to the limits of being able to complete a triathlon. And I know I could do it one day. It's just, you know, I would love to be able to train for it and say I was able to cross it off my checklist alongside the many other athletic accomplishments that I think we both look back on fondly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we could do a sprint try, which is, you know, the shorter one uh, that would at least satisfy that goal. And what well, would for me anyway, you've got, um, 
you have more opportunity to do things like that. Hey, there are plenty. <laughs> I think, you I, I hope you do. Every single race we've done, you've seen those 65 to like 80 age brackets. I mean, you're still in like the second second to oldest age bracket. So you're doing pretty well. You got a little, you got a lot of time left. I am not in the second to oldest age bracket, but whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. My next one is I want Luke and I to be on the amazing race. Oh yeah. So, that would be super cool. And that shows yeah, we want forever. So you're going, we were going to apply over the holidays um, and we're on what season 32 or 33 now. And your mom and I started watching it and we really, it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. But what I also know, what your mom noted in, in particular is that each one of these teams seems to have a hook now. So they're social media personalities or they're identical twin flight attendants or they're the guys that were on that train um, uh, in Europe that Clint Eastwood made a film about. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're a team now. So there's a whole hook that I'm not sure your brother and I have, although we are father and son and uh, it, it, you know, it's always possible. I think it would be just a lot of fun to uh, do that. You are world famous podcast host, Greg Zeiser. Come on. Thank you, Noah. I appreciate that. So um Perhaps that is my hook. Well, I think that's good too, because, you know, you could say that you've traveled extensively, but you've never quite, you know, had enough time to, you know, you've never done challenges there. Of course, this would be an entirely different way of travel, you know? Right. And then Luke obviously goes around to a million different places in his car. So he's no stranger to going to faraway places. So I think that'd be cool. Plus y'all just have the mind and the tenacity for that. I would, I would not. That Uh, He could do the puzzles and I could, you know, we would be um, we would be quite the team when we got stressed. I'm just oh, the banter, say. the banter would be the best part. All right. <laughs> um, so up next is skydiving. That's a really, really easy one. I've always wanted to skydive. We've gone parasailing as sort of like a entryway into what I believe we both wanted to do at the time, and I think you've sort of come back a little bit on skydiving um, as the years have gone on. But I still want to go because I mean, it seems like a super cool thing. And, um, I mean, you know, it's just like the next step up from like a super tall roller coaster, you know, it's a very extreme thing. And you know, that you and I generally don't mind heights at all. So I think it'd be a really cool thing. Well, actually skydiving would have been next on my list too. A hundred percent. Um, skydiving, skydiving over bungee jumping, just because I got a bad back. And I mean, not that skydiving is probably good for your back either, but, um, yeah, no, I'd love to skydive. And I, I expect that I will one day. I, I, I do believe that that's in my future. So, yeah, yeah definitely. All right. All right so up next for me is uh, great white shark cage diving. I think that would be so awesome. So I've always wanted to do this, but a friend of mine, um, he, he went on a sort of like journey to, I, I can't remember where it was. I think he actually might've gone to Africa or maybe it was Australia. But um, he was showing me videos of him cage diving. And of course, they put meat in the water when you're around there. So they come up to you and stuff. And it was crazy. He showed me these great whites coming up and just chomping on like the sides of the bars and everything like that. That's just the coolest thing to me. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, you're kind of putting yourself in a dangerous situation. But I mean, I just really want to see these creatures like 
that we're so afraid of, but so enamored by up close. What an experience to say that you've been able to go cage diving around great whites. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who does that and uh, he posts on Facebook all the time. I kind of think of it as insanity. I, I, I could be persuaded but the whole, the whole having to be underwater, I mean, obviously you have to be underwater, but you know, the whole tanks and, and scuba diving gear, that just seems like a whole thing. So I think I'll just, you know, maybe spend my time out of the water. Um, my next one is, well, as, as I said that you will laugh because this is technically in the water. And, and I think this is in my future. I hope it's in my future. I want to, I want to go on an Alaskan cruise. I've never been to Alaska and we had planned to go on an Alaskan cruise Hmm. Um, and, uh, decided that, uh, we, for whatever reason we had to change that. So I, I want to go to Alaska on a cruise ship and, you know, I'm a big fan of cruising and the pandemic has sort of tabled that for a while, but I think that would be an amazing experience to see salmon swimming upstream and just the whole experiences of a very different part of the world, the country that, um, to, than that to which I'm accustomed. So. Yeah, well, I think uh, post-pandemic cruising is one of those industries where it's actually comparatively cheaper now to go and do one than it was beforehand. So that might actually be to your benefit if you planned ahead on that. Yeah, I actually know someone who's boarding a cruise ship this week. And, you know, the cruise ships are empty at this point in time, too. So that sounds very appealing. So, you know, if you can, because that mitigates the potential for spread of anything, too. So, but it just seems like a whole thing. So, um, but that, that would be definitely on my list. Yeah. All right. So halfway down my list, um, buy my own house. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, in today's, in today's housing market, I mean, so we don't live in California, obviously, but in California, like the average price of a house is over $800,000. That's the median price of a house. And they just keep getting raised and higher and higher and higher. And, you know, I won't go into a whole thing about this, but you know, with wages not quite meeting where uh, prices uh, have inflated, it's just, you know, the idea of me potentially getting a house in my mid 30s or early 30s just seems further and further away. So being able to just have like a really good home base that I'm proud of, that's like the right size for me, uh, just that's definitely on my bucket list. Because I mean, especially with I say Gen Z, and even millennials to an extent, because I read some statistic that like 30% of 35% or something of millennials got financial assistance from family or something just to buy a house. It's, it's tough out there. So that's definitely on my bucket list. Well, you know, if you stay in the South, the cost of living is, I mean, different. Obviously. Now it's like the Midwest, basically, you know, it's like you yeah. have to go to the Midwest to get a cheap house, but that's besides um, the point. Not in all parts of the Midwest. There are some really expensive parts. But yeah, well, I hope that you will be able to buy a house because um, obviously it's an important investment. My next one is um, also travel related. I want to go to Hawaii. So um, I definitely want to go to Hawaii. And I think the older I get, the more I want to check out Hawaii. So oh, yeah. I've flown over Hawaii on my way to Japan, but I have not. Uh, so maybe I could like, you know, parachute, or skydive to Hawaii from kidding so i'm just thinking that that would be a really fun experience to be able to say so clearly i'm interested in i I like travel um Mm -hmm. and i've had the opportunity to do a lot of it so for me i think uh, there are a few places remaining that i really want to be and hawaii would be one of them especially since it's part of the u.s 
Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I really wanted to go to Hawaii. And then as I got closer to being an adult, I didn't really have as much of an interest anymore. And now I'm kind of like back to really wanting to go to Hawaii because I don't think I've ever seen a real life volcano. And I just feel like that'd be super cool. So um, not to be around an uh, active and nearly ready to explode volcano, but uh, just being able to see that landmass, I think it would actually just be, you know, something that I don't even think I've ever done before. So, um, all right, up next for me is make a YouTube channel and get monetized. And I'll tell you the reason why this is significant because making a YouTube channel alone, just like a podcast, you know, it's very easy, right? But being consistent with it is much different. It takes lots of manpower and lots of time, effort, creativity, and outside the box thinking to be able to consistently put out content that people will engage with and have, you know, you'll get where you get retention and you need at least a thousand subscribers and 4,000 concurrent hours of watch time on YouTube before you can get monetized. And then you get into this partner program where you can make money off of your videos. So I think that is something that um, as I sort of delve into content creation more with podcasts and even just social media management in my past roles, like I think this is something that I really uh, would like to do at some point in time. It doesn't mean you'd be a YouTube star, but I think that's definitely a good goal to have. It's definitely something on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. Well, I, um, you only need not only need 999 more uh, subscribers because you already have one. You'll have, I'll be your first one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I can count on friends and family, obviously. (laughs) There you go. That's right. Well, you know, if you can't count on friends and family, who are you going to count on? Um, I would like to go to the balloon festival in New Mexico. I have oh, almost yeah. had an opportunity to do that a few times, um, but each time has sort of been compromised. So hot air balloons are amazing. I, would I like to go up in one? Sure. Um, but I think the beauty of a hot air balloon festival is probably unparalleled. And I would like to experience that firsthand. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think that speaks for itself. Um, and then, Uh, My next one is retire before I'm 65. I don't think we're getting social security checks this generation. So a little bit kind of like the house thing. That's just a huge life goal. You know, obviously the bucket Mm -hmm. list. I want to have enough time to play before it's my time to go. So, you know, I'd love to be able to retire before I'm 65. Yeah, that's fair. You know, um, I hope to retire at 62. And um, for the very same reasons, I want to have a whole. I hope to retire at 61. I'm going to go at 60. Um, but, um, I hope I don't go at 60, but you know, I, I, um, I want to have my, the third act of my life, right. You know, so where your mom and I can, you know, have another 20 years of doing 20 plus years of, of a new routine and a new, uh, kind of cadence to, to what we do. So I'm excited about that. Um, my maybe, well, I sort of, tag team to yours, but I'm going to throw out uh, a couple more here. I, I want to be a grandparent. Well, at some point, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> you got a at long some point, um, time before that happens on my at end. Some at, point, at some point, Noah, I want to be a grandparent. I'm well, just saying, I, well, I knew that when I was 10. So <laughs> <laughs> No, but made it I, abundantly clear that you would one day love to be grand. But that was, you know, like 
30 years down the line. So now we're, we're, we're closer to that. So we're yeah. looking forward to that. I'm okay. just saying. I'm only 24. <laughs> next up. All right. Uh, so next up for me, uh, this might be sort of a little bit wishy-washy on an actual bucket list standpoint, but um, I would love to be able to like cook really well. And whenever um, I, I would just say, be able to make something really good whenever I want um because right now you know i can make the basic stuff like eggs for breakfast and omelets and like you know obviously sandwiches. you can make omelets yeah sandwiches pasta so what time and, should we be there on saturday for my well, we're doing an eating challenge on saturday and that does not include breakfast this is okay. why this is on my bucket list uh um, right. but anyway so you know i'd love to be able to just like be able to cook for people as just a great gesture or when i'm hosting just I don't have to be a master chef, but somebody who is very competent, not just competent in the kitchen, but uh, feels a lot of ease there because, you know, I can cook all these basic things that are probably like a little bit better than most people my age. But at the same time, I know a lot of people who are chefing up some awesome stuff. And I want to be, I want to be able to do that to a point where, you know, you don't want to go your whole life without being able to cook. Like, I mean, you're kind of helpless in some situations, right? You know, it'd be yeah. really, it'd be really great if you could try something at a restaurant and then be like, Oh, wow. I feel like I can make a great variant of this. or this inspired me to make something great at home. I want to be able to just like go and do that instead of just have to look at a cookbook and just struggle for like an hour or so, you know? So I think that'd be a really great skill to learn before I'm too old because, you know, cooking, I mean, it's, a basic life skill really you know it's something and that people who cook love to cook they really enjoy it so that is not me though so um all right let's do some uh, a lightning round kind of thing um i'm done we probably only have a, oh you're done oh yeah all right um well in that case then i only have one or two left um and and they're honestly somewhat travel related again i i definitely i didn't think i wanted to but i do want to go to australia and yeah. if you're going to Australia, you have to go to New Zealand. So I definitely want to do that. Crikey. Um, yeah. What's that? Crikey. That's what they say. I, right? I, see, I see what you did there. I would like to be a part of the live studio audience for the taping of a situation comedy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I've actually been to Los Angeles and sort of seen uh, like the makings of that. That's pretty I believe cool. I was with you. Yeah, that's why I thought it would be cool to be in the actual audience. Well, you want um, to be laughing because nothing entertained you. Except for you, Noah. You entertained <laughs> me. <laughs> no, that would be a really cool experience. I, I, I think that's definitely something that aligns yeah. with what we talk about. Yeah. And I want to pay off my house, which I think I'm going to be able to do. So awesome. that would be the last one. Yeah. Very, very there are many cool. others, but those are some you know, things that I honestly think are are uh, attainable, the ones that I listed. I'd, I'd like to think, I mean, they, they're going to require time and, and other resources, but at the same time, I think, and energy, if I'm going to do it a thousand miles, but I, mm. you know, I think that uh, that'd be fun. And you know what, something I really like what you said is that it's attainable. And that's what I was going for here, because it's not something so far fetched that I would never be able to do it. I heard a really great quote uh, the other day saying, um, like a goal without follow through or a goal without a plan or a goal that's not attainable. I can't remember specifically how it said is just a wish. A goal and, without and, a plan is just a wish. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really, I think that's really great to remember. So it's just like, you know, obviously dream bigger, but also 
find things that you can do that you mm-hmm. can reasonably build towards. And that's sort of what we want to do with our lives. Hence why we have it on our bucket list. Right. Okay, cool. So right. let's go very quickly into our check it out section. Cause I have a hurricanes game to make in about four minutes or so. All so, right. You're up first. All right. So um, a film. Yeah. What's now um, the only good movie out right now, because January is a graveyard for m- most films. Uh, would be Scream. Um, and I'm not sure if it's Scream 5, but it's supposed to be very good. It's doing well with critics. Unfortunately, the director of the original four, Wes Craven, he's no longer with us. But this one is supposed to be awesome, reflective of the originals while still wholly doing its own thing. And uh, there's a 4D experience that you can do with it as well. So if there's any 4D movie theaters around your area or even within an hour, it might be kind of fun just to take this January where, you know, there's not really any other movies and just have a night with it. It could be kind of cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Luke did the 4d experience for scream and he liked it. I'm going to very soon. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, so I think that my check it out is going to be, um, well, I got a couple, but this is going to be a little bit of a desk. This is going to be different because this is a bit of a destination. Mm. Okay. So, and this is going to be really lame, but interesting. So we live in the South and I have flown through the Charlotte Douglas International Airport many, many times, right? But I have never seen the outside of the Charlotte Douglas International Airport until I unexpectedly had flight cancellations and delays and had to drive from one airport to the Charlotte airport. Mm -hmm. And so my check it out, is um, is an airport. The Charlotte Douglas Airport inside is fine, big, lots of terminals and you know highly efficient. But this airport was recently redone. And I have to tell you that the architecture of this airport is fascinating. The um, location of the airport where it is so easy to get on and off the highway is um, really, I, I know it sounds unusual to say this, but I was really taken with the fact that this is a major airport in a major city and you can literally, the, the access, I mean, I, so this morning I was in Cleveland, mm-hmm. getting to and from that airport is a hot mess. Dropping off the, the car, the rental car, all that. Get to Charlotte, easy as can be. So my point is, is that I have watched airports. I've been to a lot of airports in my life. They have made great improvements over time. And I feel like they hit a home run when they not only um, renovated Charlotte Douglas, but when they chose the location and how they constructed the access to the airport to Mm -hmm. make it uh, a traveler friendly experience, which so often doesn't happen anymore. End of story. Well, nice. I think that's a really good check it out, uh, especially if you're disappointed in America's infrastructure, North Carolina or maybe it was America, I can't remember. I think it was North Carolina, passed a massive infrastructure bill uh, that will uh, hopefully take care of a lot of our uh, issues going back and forth within the next 20, 30 years or so. So that's also interesting since you mentioned the airport. But that is all we have for today because I have to go. It has to be a hard cutoff time. Um, thank you for listening to us for a full year if you've been with us. And if you're new, stick with us. We appreciate you. Uh, and if you no, have not listened to us for a full year, go back and look at the list of all the episodes because you don't want to miss a thing. Exactly. All right. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this 
is easy talk.